and welcome to the World of Sport podcast hosted by Daniel Middlebrook. And yes, I have changed the cover art and the name to the World of Sport podcast. It's a lot more colourful, uh, a lot more fun, kind of reflecting what I like to do with this podcast. It's a lot more fun, uh, hopefully reflecting what I'm kind of like. But welcome to the Transfer Window Special, another football special with George, Ted and Shane. Another really, really good episode and it was good to kick off. A not quiet January transfer window, but a more uneventful one. Kind of like uh, an analogy I made up this morning. It's kind of like London on a Thursday morning. It's busy, but nothing particularly exciting is happening. And uh, it was a really, really good episode today. Good to catch up with these guys for about a month. Because uh, obviously I've had a lot of different stuff planned. And we'll move on to the episode. Thank you very much. I'll see you soon. All right, lads. So after a relatively quiet transfer window, it's time to do a January transfer roundup uh, with the top eight transfers of the window. Who had the best transfer in the end? What we think of Liverpool buying Osan Kobach on loan and Ben Davies from Preston? Uh, and have West Brom had the best transfer of the relegation sides as well as who had the best transfer of the 2020-2021 uh, football season. So to kick things off, the well, the highest value player to be transferred this window was Martin Erdegaard to Arsenal for a £1.8 million load of this move. Career's over. Uh... <laughs> I don't see it going well. I, he's got, he, he's definitely I got potential. Yeah. He's not getting. He wasn't getting game time at Real Madrid, so that's why he's left. But oh my god! I've... I just don't see it going well for Arsenal. I just think it's not going to be great. See, the only thing I can remember of this guy is that one clip where he he's trying to take like a free kick and he just ends up passing it to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so bad, but I don't know. Maybe he probably should have got game time against Wolves. If I'm being honest, that was probably going to be his first stepping stone. But well, like... hold on, hold on. If 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 Real Madrid can consider him a wonder kid then surely Arsenal can and it's a shame for um, mm. Smith Rowe because Smith Rowe has really performed um, and I wouldn't really want him seeing or want, wouldn't want him seeing sitting on the bench I mean he, he's been really good for them especially I'm not going to lie it just cut out then for some reason um, sick but what's it called <laughs> But I mean, personally, I quite like it because he's put he's made every team he's went to, with the exception of Real Madrid, like way better, like Sociedad and Vitesse and stuff. But I don't know how he's going to fit in a rotation with Emil Smith Rowe and uh, Arsenal. I mean, it should be good for their cre- cre- creativity, sorry, creativity and stuff. But I, I can't see it having a massive impact uh, to Arsenal's team, to be honest. Um... I didn't I, at first. I didn't see. Oh, sorry, but I just didn't see him either. Him to leave Sociedad. He was doing so well there. With players yeah. like Dan Silver and Oyarzabal, and then he's just gone. Doing well back to Real Madrid to sit on the bench. It's just unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. I just don't really know what sort of role he's going to possess in an Arsenal squad, to be honest, because I think there's only so much he can do. But like, he's going to have to do so much to prove himself at Arsenal because. They're not in the best of situations right now, especially after losing to Wolves um, against the penalty, which was debatable. So, I mean, we're going to have to see when he plays, really. Yeah, he's um, it's a bit of an odd one, to be honest, because 
Uh, yeah, the reason he left was pretty much game time and he wasn't too much of a fit in Madrid. But I do quite like him in the Premier League and it should be good for him because it'll get him some kind of game time, even if it does take a bit off Emil Smith-Rowe. But at the end of the day, sacrifice is a sacrifice. Yeah. All right then. So, should we move on to the second, uh, I think high, I think it was the second highest value, the transfer window. Seb Hallett, well, Sebastian Hallett, uh, from West Ham to... I think it was Ajax for twenty million pounds. Uh, what do you guys make of this move? Um, I think it's actually pretty good. Um, I think in his debut he got like an assist or something. I think he wasn't really suited to. Uh, he was playing at West Ham. I think. Uh, I don't think he's very suited, but he's used to doing pretty well at Ajax. So I'd probably say he's considering the transfer window hasn't been exactly um, bustling, but. Um, I'd probably say he's actually done pretty good at Ajax so far of what I've seen of him. So, I mean, he's definitely like a, I don't know how old he is, but he seems to be a prodigy and he's going to work his way up, obviously. So, Yeah. Yeah, I think he didn't have the greatest style West Ham, did he? But I think recently he had a bit more like, a bit more form and scored some more goals. So I think if he can continue that in the Eredivisie with Ajax, he can definitely take his career that one step further. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing that I see here is that he, he was at Eintracht Frankfurt and he transferred in July 2019. Then he comes to the Premier League and, safe to say, flops. He, he only scored a few goals, wasn't really that much of a role player. And now he'll go to Ajax in the Eredivisie, absolutely beast and feast, because let's face it, it's not a particularly difficult league. Uh, and then I'll have another high money move back to either England or maybe back to like the Bundesliga or something like that. And he'll flop there too, probably. And so, personally, I rate the move for his sake because it could revitalise his career. Uh, I like it for Ajax because now they get a good, well, really good quality striker, consider him. But uh, West Ham, they paid about £45 million and they sold him for 20 They've lost £25 million, which in today's economic climate, you can't really be affording to do. Uh, and with such a guy with so, so much prospect... It is incredibly disappointing to see. But at the end of the day, not all things work out. And I think he's a good enough player to fix his career of sorts. I think the problem yeah, it, it, with it, like, it, uh, like young players coming from abroad over to England is that I think they waste some years trying to develop and not really like fitting in. But like I think if uh, Hal has given up enough time in Ajax, and he develops. When he comes back to Premier League, he'll be definitely, like, a very good striker. Yeah. Like, we saw it with Havertz. He, he was young. He's come over, yeah. and... Well, <laughs> he's not been the greatest, to say the least. But you can always say, oh, but he's got potential. He does, but you don't see any of it coming out at the moment. Yeah, because this is it. Nobody in the Premier League has time. The table is so tight that you can't afford to give time to somebody who's not performing it doesn't matter if they're young or old or what have you it just matters whether they can perform uh, and so it's going to be quite difficult for them to do well for for players to come to the Premier League and perform because especially at a club like Chelsea or West Ham who are in the clear fight for Europa League or Champions League and such it's got to be very very difficult to give young players game time when you need your best performance on the pitch at all times so I have to feel for these young players, especially because it's fair to say England is, well, Premier League is the most tough league. I I think we can all agree on that. I mean, I think 
UEFA's coefficient or whatever it's called. Has La Liga rated higher, which is fair, but I think the Premier League is slightly higher class than the Liga based on like talent that comes and performing and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. So should we move on to Musa Dembele now? I mean, uh, to oh. Atletico on loan, I think it was. I was looking at his stats because I remember him being like a really good prospect, well, not prospect, really good player a few years ago. And over the past few years, he's done nothing. He's got like two goals in League One or whatever, or what have you. Shambolic. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't really know what he's going to show to Atletico in Madrid, to be honest. I mean, he's only got one goal in this season in the league on. So I don't know what type of striker he is, to be honest. But, I mean, you never know. These things do develop as they go on. So he might prove useful in some aspects. But, you know, we'll have to see. I know too much about this player, uh, really. I remember him being good and then... Sorry, I think he scored 32 total league on goals, but I think put me on the right team and I could score 32 league on goals. <laughs> nah, that's not how. How old is he? 24? Oh, let me get this up. I think he's 26 or 27. Uh, no, 24? No, he's 24 years old, yeah. yeah. Crikey. I always thought he was okay. old. Nah. Uh, to be fair, though, Atletico's a weird one. I feel like quite a lot of the players either do amazing. Like we've seen Jal Felix Suarez, boom, there, great. But then someone like Thomas Lamar or, or Dembele, for example. Obviously, Dembele's only there for a short time, but say Lamar, he came over from France, I'm pretty sure, from Monaco. I heard, seen nothing from him all that time. And it's scary to think that that might happen to Dembele. Yeah. Could that be more of a, a, a prop to... Atletico, to be fair, than the players uh, for bringing the best out of teams. But, man, it should be interesting to see because maybe France just isn't for him, even though he is a Frenchman, which doesn't make so much sense. But maybe the league just doesn't quite fit his play style or something. Who knows? But this season's been dead disappointing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, then. So, moving on to number four, we have Luka Jovic. And now I'll just come out and say he's one of my favourite players. I absolutely love this kid. I was quite disappointed when he went to Real Madrid because, well, he wasn't going to get any game time. And he's moved back to Eintracht Frankfurt on loan again. And what do you guys make the move? Well, I mean, so far it seems very good. Was it? I think it was like something like 20, 30 minutes at Frankfurt. He scored as many goals as he did in the whole season at Real. And I think there was no need, no need for that first move. He, at Frankfurt's his home, and it's it's clearly where he wants to play and where he, you know, where he's doing well. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think he's one of those players that is kind of like blinded by the spotlight. I think when everyone's given a move to Real Madrid, they're thinking, "Oh yeah, we might as well." But I think it's probably ruined. Uh, what was it like two years for him? He started off yeah. at Frankfurt, and he did pr- very well. He was. Uh, everyone was talking about him. Then he went off to Real Madrid. People were expecting big hopes for him, but then he never got enough game time to really thrive. So I think this move going back to Frankfurt is quite crucial for him in the developing stages of his career. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hello. I have a crazy step. Oh, oh yes, Ted's Hello, back. Ted. Okay. <laughs> I, I, were we talking about Sebastian Haller, right? I was, I, was, I was going, why is everyone ignoring me? I'm trying to speak. Everyone was talking over me. <laughs> I was, I wasn't... <laughs> Connected, God's sake! Oh, sorry. Oh, I was, I was just gonna say something. Oh, you're right. No more. Who are we talking about now? 
Jovic. Oh, for goodness sake. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, decent player. Should have came to Wolves. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's all I could say. <laughs> right. I've got a crazy stat for you. In four appearances, he scored three goals. I genuinely don't know how that's quite possible because he hadn't even scored more than two goals, I think, in the Liga. Uh, at 23 years old, he looks like he should stay in Germany. It's it's the best league for him. He's probably one of their better talents. I really, really like Jovic. Hope, and he absolutely yeah. carried me on a FIFA 19 career mode. I love that kid. <laughs> I hope he stays in Germany. I hope Frankfurt sign him because it seems the best opportunity for his career. Definitely. And at that age, you really need good opportunities to establish yourself Definitely. as a player. If they sign him back... That will be an absolute cheese of a transfer deal because his value at the time when he got sold was like fifty-four million, and they sold him for fifty-six. Uh, and then if they buy him back, it'll probably only be for like twenty million pounds, and they'll have made thirty million profit on the same player and kept the player. That is just some business and a half. Mm-hmm. All right, so number five, we have Willian Jose from Real Sociedad. To Wolverhampton Wanderers, and yes. I'll leave this to you guys being Wolves fans. You you probably love this guy because didn't he nearly score versus Arsenal last night or two nights ago? I mean, wow, he cheesed us a yeah, pen. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, I... oh well, he, he looks exciting from his first two games. He's proved himself. He's got chances for us, and mm-hmm. he, I think he could definitely well be the attacking threat we need here. Because, for example, in that Arsenal game with David. Uh, David Luiz, not David Silva, sorry. Um, I think even if David Luiz wouldn't have accidentally took him down, he would have easily put that away. Mm-hmm. But yeah. fortunately, we got the pen. Neves put it away, obviously. To be honest, He's I was expecting Fabio him Silva. to score in that Crystal Palace game, to be honest. <laughs> he had two plays. I don't think that's hard to... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could be better than Fabio Silva. I mean, I don't love him just yet. I don't love him just yet, but he, he put, he's put a shift in both games he's played. And I mean, yeah. we, were, we were we were poor against Palace, but he's he's you got two very good chances. He's very mm-hmm. no, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, decent. Oh, is it decent? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He should be good for you guys because let's face it, Nuno's a fraud. You saw him in a relegation fight. <laughs> oh, that you that's a Give bit far. Nuno's worth more than all of West Brom. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. He cut out a bit there. Um, oh, for look. God's sake. <laughs> I think yeah, the... I quite like oh, the player. Oh, no, after you, after you. I was just saying on the on the Nuno fraud, I think, not a bit off topic, but I think the gesture of donating Wolverhampton court is quite good of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's a lovely guy. I mean, I know I shouldn't... Yeah, I know, I know. Just generally... <laughs> What guy? You can't not respect him. Like it, 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 it's hard not to. He's a brilliant, brilliant manager. And plus, yeah, to do that is such a sound guy. And my mum works at New Cross Hospital and stuff. And I'll give it to Wolves every year. Well, obviously they couldn't this year, but every year they always go up to the children's wards and donate stuff to them. And the children just love it. It's really, really nice gesture. And I have to give Wolves a lot of props for that. They're really, really good. To be fair. Or Right, so moving on. Oh, I didn't even put this guy's window up on my laptop. Sorry. Uh, 
Moving on to the next one, we have Joe Willock going from Arsenal to Newcastle on loan. I mean, I don't know too much about the guy, so what did you guys make of the move? Yeah, it's very good for him personally. Yeah, Joe yeah, definitely. I think... Because cause he, he... Well, Odegaard's came in and Smith Rowe's been performing. Like we said, Smith Rowe, he might not even be getting played behind Odegaard. So Smith Rowe, you know, he wants some game time. Maybe Newcastle isn't the best team, but it's still some game time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's a decent, he's a decent old player. I remember seeing him in the. Oh no! Oh Ted, put out again. <laughs> uh, he's pretty young, isn't he? How old is he? I'm he's twenty old. Yeah. I think. Yeah, he's a very young player. I think if he, I think, where this time that he goes to Newcastle, it's probably going to be more about developing. Uh, his game, and once he goes back to Arsenal, hopefully he'll be ready to, uh, you know, be a definitely a rotational player, and maybe even start. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, I'll be honest, Shane. You're, you know, you know Nickelback yeah. the band. <laughs> yeah, your voice sounds a little bit like you're the lead singer of that at the minute. Look at this I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they did a banger song, that Rockstar song. I love it. I don't know why, because it's about no, like, drugs and stuff. I should probably stop talking. We all, now, we all but... love songs about drugs and murdering people. Oh. <laughs> 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 all right. Um, yeah, I quite like it. He'll get some game time under Steve Bruce. It should be really fun because Newcastle are in a kind of tough situation. They're in that sort of awkward phase where they're not particularly good, but they're not awful either. And they have some shocking results over the past few weeks. But it should be good for him to get some game experience away from Arsenal who are trying to push for, well, top four. I think that's a bit unrealistic with the quality of other teams. But it should be quite interesting to see. All right then. Mm. So on to the next player. And as an Albion fan, I absolutely love this move. Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Moves to West Bromwich Albion, the Hawthorns, uh, on loan. I'll give it a solid 8.5 out of 10 for West Brom. It's just yeah. brilliant. Uh, class young player. It should be fun yeah. to see into Big Sam as well. Mm-hmm. Good transfer, it's... I think. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a good move for him as a player as well. Yeah. And I think West, West Brom's good for him. Um, because I, I, don't know, I don't know what Arsenal are doing. Because Ainsley Maitland-Niles is a central midfielder. And they've been playing as wing back, full back, um, and he yeah. doesn't really enjoy that, as I've heard. And um, I don't know why Arsenal are playing players like El Nani over him, when when he has played, he's he's looked decent. Like uh, when they uh, beat City in the cup, um, and then when uh, they won the uh, Community Shield, he was brilliant in both of those games. Um, and then Wolves wanted to sign him at one point, and I was quite uh, excited about that. But I think it's such a shame for Arsenal um, not playing him. So I think he's a, he's a quality player. It's very, very good uh, signing for West Brom, definitely. I mean, the question is, would you rather learn under Mikel Arteta, one of like, I don't know, one of the better coaches in the game, or Big Sam Allardyce? <laughs> <laughs> it, does, it does make you pose the question. I mean... 
I, I personally, I probably want to go to Arteta, but I suppose maybe a bit of a language barrier or something like that. It could make it easier for him to go under the English coach, Sam, and uh, learn under him for a bit, which should also help his defensive game if he play if he begins to play more in the midfield, which I think West Brom will be willing to do because he's such a quality player, better than pretty much most people we have. And West Brom suck at the minute. It's yeah. just a shambles. I just think it's so bad. For him to play You've met- Brexit football will be good yeah. for him. <laughs> you say that Arteta's like a better manager than Big Sam. Well, not you know what I mean. But Sam Arteta's achieved more. But maybe like some players are better under different types of managers. Like an example is Chris Wood. You wouldn't really see Chris Wood like influenced by someone like Pep Guardiola. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you'd see him playing well under someone like Sean Dyke, who it's it's solid. It's old, it's old-fashioned English football. Maybe that suits him. Um, Mate, Niles Moore for West Brom, who I think probably need to go more in that direction, like Burnley. Um, no offence. I just think it's their only way of staying up. Um, but maybe he would suit um, Sam Allardyce's uh, quote-unquote tactics. Um, but, you know, he's a good player, like I said, and very, very good loan signing. Yeah, yeah, he's a very solid player. It's good to see that he's getting some game time. West Brom and you know I think to get him on loan is actually a bit of a steal um, yeah and hopefully he can influence West Brom and hopefully get them out of the relegation state what I'm just saying, what are you all saying relax 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 I'm just saying <laughs> he could be influential yeah influential eh, influential for a <laughs> considering they're quite poor yeah <laughs> I get you. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the next one, we have Ahmad Diallo from Atalanta to Manchester United for £20 million. Pounds. He's a sort of wonder kid, and he should be so fun under Ole in the future. I mean, I didn't know too much about this kid, but from what I hear, he's meant to be a good talent. But uh, what do you guys think of the move? Uh, I think I saw a clip of him playing for the under-23s. He scored two pretty good goals. Uh, I think we're still yet no. to see him first team football but he seems like a very exciting prospect in the future to be honest I think I think he's yeah. just going to be another Chong he's just going to sit on the bench and then like occasionally play I against some, occasionally play, exactly occasionally play against some Polish side in the Europa League when they've already won 4-0 <laughs> um, so I think he's just going to sit on the bench I, I, I think maybe they can put him on loan he's 20 million quid it's a risky signing Um that everyone goes wonder kid this, wonder kid that. Everyone's wonder kid, like what people say. Um, I'm not going to say Fabio Silva because that's what I always say. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know, he could be a wonder kid, but the chances are slim, and he's just going to sit on the bench. Yeah. So I really don't know. Anyone can put, perform for the under 23s. You never know. I'm being really negative. He could be brilliant, um, but you yeah. know, maybe a bit too early. Maybe it's an investment. But he's just going to be sitting on the bench for a good year and a half. Yeah, it's I I like it in a sense because he's probably gone uh, to Manchester United, sat on a fat wage, and just keep getting loaned out. Hopefully, back to Italy or something. <laughs> to be honest, I can see him just going to Manchester United, getting loaned back out to At- Atalanta again and again or something like that. I can't remember who that happened with. I think it was um, oh, it's some some Italian players out on loan again, but. Bought by another team, loaned back to that team and with an option to buy for less money. Catron. What was the point in yeah, that? There's, there's no point. 
But yeah, it, it should right be now. interesting to see what happens. <laughs> it should be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I don't know. All right, much... so that. Oh, sorry. No, you go on. Go on. I was just saying, I don't know much about the guy, but I think what Ted was saying seems pretty reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, bit pessimistic. Being having a pessimistic view is normally a bit better. To, uh, that's my personal opinion. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the next point. Who do you think had the best overall transfer in the end, like out of the eight we've listed? Ooh. Ooh. West Brom, we've got a good one. Um, it's between Ajax and. Oh, Ajax, all right. <laughs> I thought we were talking about the Prem. Uh, he did say overall. Uh, so I think. Are we saying like team or just the eight transfers we talked about? Oh, just just the eight transfers. Oh, okay. Which player? Which was the it's best move? Frankfurt and uh, Ajax for me. I think. I'm gonna go with yeah. Jovic. Jovic, not Jovic. I think it's a great move for him. I... Sorry, sorry, <laughs> I've cut inside. <laughs> I, I, I'm repeating myself, but I think it's a great move for him and to like try and re-establish himself as a good striker. Young, good. Oh, I can't remember what was it? Good young striker. He is. It's going to be a good move for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, Jovic was mine as well. Um, I think yeah. at the moment probably Jovic uh, is probably going to take the cake for me. But I think Haller. He's also had quite an influential. There we go. I got it right. Uh, performance for yes. us. so yeah I think for me Jovic probably takes a key yeah I think West Brom all the way um, well they, they got Snodgrass he's a, he's a decent player um, they've got Maitland-Niles unknown which is an absolute steal um, what didn't he get a centre half or something what did he get yeah we got uh, unbiased yet uh, Diang we're actually getting on to West oh, Brom yeah. oh, uh, well, after our next point yeah, in a minute. Okay, so I'll, I'll leave that. But West Brom, I think, all the way. <laughs> all right, so uh, firstly, let's talk about Liverpool and what on earth happened with them. They left all of their like centre-half business until literally deadline day. I mean, they, <laughs> they were so desperate to get a centre-back. I think they would have picked me for a football match and I haven't played a football match <laughs> in my life outside of PE. I genuinely haven't. With the exception of playing in the back garden and stuff, I've never played a football match, which is quite peculiar. Wait, don't all of you guys play Sunday League? Yes, shame, I do. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, to be honest, my team is a bit of a West Brom. No, 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 George. Why. You've never seen Brisbane Spartans play. Losing 20-0 every week. Oh, Archie Ryan right. picking the ball out of the net. Archie Wright, what? <laughs> <laughs> what a baller! Um, well, I think I think with Liverpool, I think it is a bit of a risk. They haven't spent millions of pounds, but I think it's kind of like, oh, take my money. We need a centre half situation. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got two centre backs. I don't really know much about them. I can't lie, but I think it's quite worrying for Liverpool. They've had so many centre back uh, pairings, and I, I think especially with. It's it's good for their midfield as well because Henderson is so important in their midfield, and I mean it's a waste seeing him at centre back. Um, so getting these two new signings, who I really know nothing about, they could be decent. Apparently they're decent because Liverpool have signed them. Um, but the, uh, Henderson at midfield is going to be important, um, and more backup defensively. They've lost Matip as well, so yeah, it's risk, but not much money spent. So it's probably the right decision to get 
uh, two more centre backs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Ozan Kabak uh, from Schalke was in during the summer they negotiated a deal for like thirty million pounds, I think it was, and uh, they said no. Uh, and then they came back in literally on deadline day and took them for the ride. And not the kind of ride like, oh, you know, a bike ride, which is sick, but the kind of ride where you get shot in the by the back of a car oh, or something. Oh. It was a really bad deal. They get him on loan with an option to buy for two, £26.5 million, which is less money than they wanted him to go on permanent in the summer. And he's an absolute class centre-back in the Bundesliga. Granted, it's the Bundesliga, and he's really, really young. Whereas Ben Davies, I don't know who he is, really. I heard of him because I did a Preston career mode on FIFA <laughs> a year or two ago. Uh, I'll bring it so much to FIFA because that's kind of how I know most players. But um, he's meant to be okay. I think he'll just be there as a body because they seriously need centre-backs. He'll just be there. Won't really play many minutes. But yeah, talent's a little bit questionable. But uh, yeah, I was. I, I do quite like I him. I was quite... It was, an, it, it was a weird signing to see because I thought... Being Liverpool, they could possibly, you know, bring in a better centre back of that quality. Is it is it Kabak, the other centre back design? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I thought yeah. maybe, you know, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he's Turkish. Yeah, yeah. I, can't remember. I thought maybe they could bring in maybe two centre backs of his quality. Mm. But seeing someone from it is Preston, right, sorry. Again. Yeah. 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 But seeing someone from there is quite an interesting one for Liverpool. But again, who knows, he might suddenly become yeah. the next Van Dyke, but only time will tell. But I don't if think I it was will. Liverpool in this situation, uh, I'm probably looking more for experience. I understand that these players are quite young. And yeah. uh, Kabak's actually pretty good, I've heard. And he'll probably be able to do put in a shift. But I don't know. I think at this point uh, in the season, you probably need more experience to just get you through those games, to be honest. Because you don't want to keep on conceding so many goals that you have to keep on scoring. And, you know, there's so much the uh, Liverpool attack can only handle so yeah mm. I mean even Diego Jota was yeah. out with an injury isn't he yes he's, he's just getting he's, back he's, he's coming back, back now mm-hmm. oh yeah yes Miss Diego class for you guys last season he was a bit hit or miss to be honest yeah um uh, he was my favorite player still I love him to bits um Oh, remember his goal against Man United. Sorry, I won't go on. What about but, Fabio um... Silva? Oh, shut up. I can't believe <laughs> we sold Yotta for the same amount we bought Fabio Silva. That is embarrassing. Yotta, oh, is so... Yotta's... For the future, Ted, for the future. Oh, he's an investment. He's, he's an investment my arse. He's, he's bang average. He can't run. <laughs> sorry. He's worse than sorry, average, Ted. He's, last... he's worse than average. I did this last episode. I'm sorry. Oh, I hope, hopefully. Don't worry. Uh, oh, well, we we, we recorded man. last episode before we lost to West Brom, and Fabio Silva uh, miraculously scored oh, a tap. Please, in. we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> he scored a tap in. Oh, oh my god, it, it was such a. Oh. And everyone was like, "Oh my god, Fabio Silva, Shopping wonder kid." Goal. He's not a wonder kid. Not a wonder <laughs> kid. We lost to West Brom. It's not a bloody wonder kid. Uh, because we haven't recorded an episode since then, I have to say that was such a brilliant oh, day. Oh, it was I could horrendous. Watch it live. That's embarrassing. That was one of that's the only game I've watched this season from Wolves because I I don't really have anything to watch it on here. Cheeky has a goal. Um, I, oh my god, I wish I hadn't watched it. It was oh, appalling, it was embarrassing. It was we were we were awful, embarrassing. See, 
for the final 10 minutes, I was just looking at my phone like, when's it going to be 3-3, then 4-3? Because I guarantee we'll lose. I, I knew we were going to lose for some reason. In the back of my head, I was like, oh, we're going to lose. And then I check it again because I think, again, I was, I was in a FIFA match. <laughs> again, that's how, I spend, that's how I spend my days nowadays. I've got nothing else to do. And then I check it and I like, we actually held on. I then see that we won because of two massive oh, penalties. I, I hate him with a passion. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've ever disliked a footballer more than Matthew Spring. Oh, my God. And everyone Shame. was gassing oh, him up because he scored a penalty. He scored two penalties. And they're like, oh, Pereira, <laughs> he's a baller. No, he scored two bog-standard penalties, right? And that was... What about Bruno? Yeah, Bruno Fernandes. Well, oh, Matthew Pereira is more of a pen merchant than him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was... That was the guy sticking his fingers in his ears thinking he's sick. It was one of the saddest like days of my game. life. Behind, the, behind losing season. to Watford in the cup, that was <laughs> that one of them, which I was, I was there. Oh, that was I was there. I was at Wembley. I remember. I was at Wembley. Oh, my God, I was at Wembley. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. Oh, my God. And we're like, yes, we're winning 2-0. We're in the cup final. And then Data Fellow just decides like to like, be reincarnated. Minute when we just... That Troy team. That was one of the worst days Isn't of my life. Just... Oh. That was one of the worst days of my life. Hopping on Xbox that night, was the best day. It was so fun. I, I just remember everyone being so upset. I Life just could not was stop low. Laughing. Life was low then. <laughs> oh, I it remember was brilliant. It just uh, match that's card. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, I was like, bloody dead soldier! You're an idiot. Oh. Oh my god. That... Yeah, but where from? Uh, oh. That was horrendous. I love Donk as well. No, I, yeah. I've never really liked him. Isn't he a beast from set pieces? Uh, yeah. That's it. That's that's always good. For I don't know. He's, he's, he's solid. He's solid, though. Oh. He is. He is. Oh. Dang it. We have pet hate. You we got out again. hate thing for Dan Bonker. Like, whenever he loses the ball. Loses the ball. We're like, oh, unlucky Nato. <laughs> Donker loses the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> multiple hate Get in the gym, lad. Thrown at what Dan Bonker. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what about when Fabio yeah. Silva? Oh, when Fabio Silva used the, the whole family, the even my mum, even my mum, who doesn't, whole family is at it. Like, oh. remotes are flying. Sorry. <laughs> even Harry, even, even Harry. Harry, Harry's like Fabio Silva. Oh. I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> yeah, we we should probably move on <laughs> yeah. to the next <laughs> point, which. <laughs> <laughs> Based on the transfers, um, who do you think had the best window out the relegation sides? Oh, actually, no. Did West Brom have yeah. the best? Yes. Yeah, there's no argument. Sides? Yeah. Well, f- well, I mean, of... nothing really happened. Nope. They didn't yeah. do anything really. I don't think Brighton brought in anybody, but they made like three or four sales, I think. Um, but Albion signed striker Umbaye Diang, who from Galatasaray, I think, on loan, who's absolutely incredible. Robert Snodgrass, I can't remember, on loan or permanent. My laptop's died now, so I'm in a sad mood. Uh, and then Okai Yokaluso, I think I pronounced his name right, from Celta Vigo, I think. I can't quite remember, on loan. And Ainsley Maitre-Niles on loan yeah. and oh my word I was so happy deadline day was brilliant and this feels like an Allardyce transfer window not quite what he did at Crystal Palace um, a few years ago but to be honest being a West Brom fan now Shane will fully get this uh, reference but it feels like being a 1920 Washington fan it just it's just endless pain <laughs> it hurts oh, it's bad as being a Wolves fan right yeah. now oh dear no. 
We went three and thirteen that year. You, you can't get much worse. I have no idea what you're on about, and I, I can't lie. <laughs> I think I think it's pretty obvious. Like oh, I think it's yeah. clear that they're actually trying to stay up, as much as they might not, uh, as much as there is much uncertainty. They're really trying to get out of this, you know, pit they've almost dug themselves into. So, yeah, I mean. I think in terms of tactics, because I have to ask you a question. Do you guys think Allardyce should stay manager no. when we're in the championship or not? Depends how awfully yeah. the Prem season goes, I'd say. Like, if you've done well, but, like, just other teams have done better and managed to stay up. Yeah, but I don't know. See, the thing with this is, when I watch West Brom, is we defend really well. Like, the defensive tactics are really good, like, 60-70% of the time. And then our players are so bad that we just, every game we have three slip-ups at least, that end result in three goals at least. And Allardyce is trying his best. Like, when he, when we give him a week, like we did against Wolves, you can see when he can really install his tactics and give players time and stuff to, to train, it feels really good. But we're, because of how the Premier League is structured, this is our fault. The players can't stay up. We just don't have the, uh, the stuff. And ownership is shocking as well. It it really does hurt. But personally, I think we should keep him because I really like Big Sam Allardyce. We will be the first team he gets relegated for sure. Unless we have like 04, 05, I think it was, 04, 03, 04, I can't remember. A great escape West Brom kind of stuff. There's no chance. There's not a chance. Uh, I it, don't see you saying it, but I. it's not fully out of reach, but I mean, it, it's quite out of reach though. We needed to win against Sheffield United to have a good chance of staying up, yeah. to be honest. And we that that was a pretty must-win game. Thing is... Must-win game. We should have yeah. got a point, at least. If, if you do get relegated, is Big Sam, like, has has he got enough to get you out of the championship? Like, does he actually? For, for the amount of good teams that are in the championship that could be coming down this season, next season... I think it's going to be really tough for Big Sam, especially with no fans as well um, in the championship. Um, I think mean, they're struggling enough, enough this season. They're going to get relegated. I, I, don't, I don't care what you say. They're going to get relegated. Um, <laughs> um, but I, don't, I think Big Sam will get sacked if you don't survive. I, I, I think he will because we'll have a summer to just get the basics, get, just install his vision of a, of a football club from like, the bottom up change the way ownership thinks because he's, he's probably quite difficult to work with for ownership because he's not a pushover at all he'll fight for what he wants which which means he won't last too long because it's West Brom's owners but I, I quite like him and I think if you give him a summer then our defence should be good because we know the championships are really attacking league and it should be good to see a defensive team in there but no one really knows what's going to happen we can only predict and I, I think he'll leave himself He'll try and claim it was the players and then find a way out. Damn. Which is what he seems to be doing. Who knows, though, Prem's very... It's a good league. It's a good year yeah. for the Prem, I think. So, I don't think anything could happen Oh, it's been point. dead exciting. Yeah. scoring games there have been. Yeah, Jesus. Mm. Well, hold on. Last, last... Good return to football. Definitely. Last time we were saying, like, oh, Southampton for Europa League? Maybe. And now they're... Nope. No, no, exactly. no. Now they're... <laughs> Three we've us. jinxed we're it. We're three points behind them, and we're all saying we're having a crap season. When what? Um, not even I, a month ago, we. Were... I think they were like sixth. Yeah, not even a month ago, we were saying, "Oh, Southampton for Europe League." It's just such a mental season. 
Arsenal um, were I'm somewhat revived. What, what 15th? Yeah, everyone's like, oh, Arsenal revived. Now they're, they're t- crap again because they, they lost to us. Um, it seems like every team <laughs> is, is struggling and succeeding at the same time. Yeah. Pav Man City. Yeah. Yeah, every team's just form is so inconsistent this year. Like you can't really pick it. If if I was a betting yeah, man, like, the amount of, like, I'd amount go down the pub uh, and just take a couple of drinks. That no one saw coming. Like, I thought Southampton would have, mm. you know, probably put up barriers against Man United. Maybe like one or two or three even. But nine. Oh, that is shambolic. But that is nine. absolutely shambolic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They they played such a weak team as well. Like, I think their bench had six academy players. I mean, obviously, you know, Southampton has a brilliant academy, but it, it, against, well, potential league leaders, well, only three points behind league leaders, you can't really be fielding such a weak side. And they were fielded, that I think, an academy player so who got a red card oh straight away. God. Again, I can't remember his name. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh my God. He just launched his foot so into bad. his thigh. I was like, oh. I don't know what he was doing. You could, you could tell yeah, where he was. Yeah, but why? Why would you do that? Just and it, it was so it was early. So it was just early so unnecessary. Why would you not be cautious? Straight up. And it's his Die. Premier League debut, I think. Why would you not be so cautious? Be like, oh my God, if I get red carded, my career's basically over, mate. That's one but way he's to been a really stupid idiot. I think it was actually his first team debut. I can't remember, but if it was, then he's just, he's just messed up his career. <laughs> no reason whatsoever. Sixty seconds in. Yeah. Oh, Do you think he just woke up that someone, morning, had a shower, and thought, "Yep, yeah, going to try and enter my life today"? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely clapping. I up. can't even feel bad for him because it was such a stupid challenge. I know. Like, it, was just no it wasn't thought. like David Luiz, but it was quite accidental. Like, I don't think David Luiz's red card... It, I don't it, think should, it, it shouldn't him. have been... I, I hate David Luiz. It shouldn't have been a red card, though. I think um, it's a pen, but... Yeah. Not a what an idiot. Absolute idiot. Yeah. You're an idiot. How's that... <laughs> was it Benrick? He has to go... He's already patted his van. He's off. He's off. He's gone. Oh, dear. It's like the Gordon Ramsay meme, you know, it's like, now get your stuff again <laughs> or something. I, I'm, I'm not going to swear on the podcast, but it's like that. Man. I love Gordon and Ramsay. And so, <laughs> what a guy. He's just a legend, isn't yeah. he? We all have a bit of Gordon. All right, so, to, conclu- to conclude, who do you think had the best transfer over the 2020-21 season? Like, what was the best transfer? What do you guys think? Oh, definitely. Fabio Silva, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ruben Diaz. Yes. Ruben Diaz. Oh my God, Man yes. City was a very Ruben good signing. Ruben Diaz. Um, Hola. I mean, I have him down as my best transfer. I mean, I think it went for Worth sixty it. million. I think Worth from it. Benfica, and I'm um, yeah. I call him Van Dyke, but he's had the Virgil yeah. Van Dyke effect. So I think in. The, the year he signed, the uh, Van Dyke signed for Liverpool, they then ended up having the best defense in the league, and Diaz has had that same same effect. But because it's not at Liverpool, I don't think we'll get too much, um, I don't know, exposure on it. But mm. Diaz has been probably the best centre back this of this entire Premier League season. 
he's bringing out the best yeah, in John Stones yeah. as well, which, which I really like to see. I, I, I like John Stones, and I'm glad that he's finally playing really well. Just Man City's defense is incredible. They've got so many good options, like toy, like Cancelo as well. At the moment, he's performing well, and then obviously you've got Laporte. Mm-hmm. So their, their defense is very solid, and Ruben Diaz completely helps to fortify mm-hmm. it. You also, yeah. also got um, Amy Martinez and Hoiberg, who have both really performed, I think. They Amy Martinez has been yeah. an outstanding for Villa. Oh, yeah. He, he's helped them, helped yeah, them yeah. very mm. much. Indeed. I mean, I was looking at uh, the top transfers based on the season, I think, from uh, Fees. And this guy, centre-forward, who uh, joined Napoli, I don't know who from, but Victor Ozzyman. I hadn't heard of this oh, guy. Ozzyman. Yeah, I hadn't heard mm-hmm. of him. And then he's transferred £63 million. I probably did over I've the got, summer, but I can't remember. Goes wants to watch. I think it was from... Was it from Lee, where Nick uh, Lefebvre was? Probably. Yeah, well, let me have a look. Victor Ozzyman. Lil. Uh, yeah. I think it was Lee. Yeah, I think it was Yeah, Lil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. His wants to watch is not oh, working. The one time it doesn't want to work. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I can't tell. I don't know I think it was, too yeah. much about him, but I mean, if he's going for 63 million, he must have some class. But then again, Nicolas Pepe was 70 million. I think... Shambles. Oh, James Rodriguez. I think the player that's, with the most potential... Wait, who? Hammers Rodriguez? Oh, what a move. Hammers oh, Rodriguez. Yeah. He... He fits so well under Ancelotti. Uh, can I just say he's a class manager? Yeah. Mm, he's a good manager. He's, he's proven well. I think, uh, what is it as well, Lozano. I, I think that was this season. I might be wrong, but he, he's been very good for Napoli. Oh, I've got to love Herving Lozano. What a baller. Um, oh, and um, who's that? Uh, did uh, is it Theo or Lucas Fernandez? The, uh, Theo. The I think that was a Theo. Theo yeah. I might be very wrong. Though. Yeah, he's been good as well. I think the player with the highest potential of this window has to be Kai Havertz. He yeah. has the biggest transfer fee, but he sucks. <laughs> he's so bad. Oh, I, I, I mean. Part of it has to come down to you, you can't do anything with teammates. You come to training, you train, and then you can't go out for like drinks. You can't have food. You can't like meet up or anything. So you're not going to get to know your teammates well. <laughs> Much you can really do. Uh, <laughs> and so it's probably a massive, massive struggle to join a brand new team uh, and undergo all these things in a foreign country where you probably don't speak the language. Oh, no really well sorry i'll get confused um but i think it'll be really good for him with thomas tuchel another german manager alongside like timo werner and actually i mean to ask what do you guys actually make of i the mean tuchel it's hiring? probably one of the best yeah. options they have i mean if it is it really is it the best option sorry is it the best option well one of them. no hold on hold on I... he's won the league hold Definitely. on he's won the league of psg which i could do I, I could win the league of PSG. It's not hard. I mean, he did right? get to the it's final. Fun, league, <laughs> but... Oh, well, well done. Yeah. Uh, and they I'd were the better said, team in that I, final. I, I, you're well. saying PSG deserves the Champions League <laughs> more than Bayern Munich? No, 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 no. That, that season, Bayern Munich are the best team in the world. Well, maybe they still won the game. game. I still think won the game. They were better. Teddy, you trying and, to tell me uh, you could uh, he, what, take PSG to the Champions League final, then? <laughs> no, but t- 
Ted, Ted, next next season, Ted, <laughs> you're going to yeah. drop kick um, Pochettino <laughs> and you're going to go take over PSG. <laughs> I mean, what other options did Chelsea actually have? I mean, they didn't have any, yeah. really. <laughs> Harry Redknapp, <laughs> who else is going to come in? I'd have loved to have seen him interim for one game. That would have been perfection. Oh, they'd have got hammered. But oh, I just his his stories and stuff. Brilliant. I hope Havertz yeah. and Vern will do well because I I like both of them in the Bundesliga. But yeah. it's a shame to see them not doing. Well. They have the most potential to be the best out of this window, but the chances of that happening are just too low. I I can't really see a way that they become Premier League. Well. Goats in a sense, based on the transfer fees and stuff and expectations. But who knows? It's been what like half a year since they signed. We can't judge them too soon. But it's coming to kind of crunch time where they've got to start performing soon, yeah. especially for those type of fees. But, uh, at the start, you know. oh, sorry, go on, my bad, my bad. Wait, Ted. Who... I was just saying at oh, the no, start, I, I, I honestly thought those were for the prices as well, two of the best transfers they could have made. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know. Mm. Yeah. Ted, who would you think would have been better than Thomas Tuchel? Oh, you put like, on the spot. What other yeah. options? Um, yeah. I can't remember yeah. any. Sorry. Okay. Don't shag. They're Chelsea. Chelsea can appoint anyone. Chelsea Back can appoint the anyone in the one. They're going, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, no, I'm not saying Thomas Tuchel's a bad manager, but I'll be saying, oh, Thomas Tuchel, wow, what an appointment. He's going to be world-class. Is he? Is he going to be world-class? Yes. I mean, I, I know I'm completely ignoring the question you asked me because I don't know what to answer. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> they were too late for pot, posh team, though. Yeah. Oh, I'd have loved to have seen Poch in back in English football. That's where I wanted him to be, to be honest, because he's one of my favourite managers. <laughs> Eddie Howe's a decent manager. <laughs> Stick Sam Allardyce. He's a decent manager. <laughs> to be fair, he's all right. Yeah, can you imagine Big oh, Sam and Chelsea? If they had no other options, <laughs> I actually think that is so funny to watch. <laughs> Timo Werner, I want you middle. Right, how is your Batman? Today, everyone in. I can just dump. I could just imagine screaming. <laughs> yeah, missing sitters. One chance in the game. <laughs> oh, I actually love Sam Allardyce. He just, for some reason, he's the the manager that, with the exception of maybe uh, Big Dave Darren Moore, uh, he's probably the West Brom manager I've connected with the most. I just love him. Like Slav was great, but he was a little too quiet. But I love. Allardyce. I like Tony Pulis. He's, he's so he was funny. One of my favorite West Brom managers. <laughs> Oh, he was nice, but he's <laughs> You know, he oh, got sacked poor... within 10 games oh, versus God, Sheffield. Oh, my God, he was so awful. <laughs> I, I don't know I don't what it was. He won a game. So I don't, I don't think, think, think he did. What? Yeah. Was <laughs> <Is> it Dan? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you on about? Is it a teaser, Dan? You are on. Um, guys, guys, can I ask a question? <laughs> I don't... Boys, can I ask a question? No. Okay, okay, so do you think next time we record yeah, yeah. one of these, right, do you reckon we're going to be going, oh, 
Wolves pushing up the table. Um, we're doing well. Uh, pushing for Europa League. Or, or no. do you reckon we're going to be going? No. Oh, mate, we're only three points from relegation. We're buggered. What, what do you think we're going to be saying? Um, <laughs> a few points from relegation, you're done. <laughs> you're not in the relegation fight because you're, I mean, look, you're like an episode, 12 points away from relegation. You're not going to drop 12 we'll points realistically. <laughs> we'll be I in mean, League One by I then. think we're just going to have... <laughs> just crying. <laughs> if you guys were well, back in League One, I would Vitinia be so happy. That would be one of the best. <laughs> oh my God, imagine him. <laughs> He probably would. Go to Millwall away. Moutinho, Captain Akin Fenwar, and, uh, and George <laughs> Savile coming off the pitch at Molyneux with oh bloody hell! I can't <laughs> imagine that. Imagine Fabio Silva. Oh my god, he would get decked. He would get decked by everyone. Everyone. He would. <laughs> he he's so weak. <laughs> he's so weak. <laughs> George Elakobi. Oh. <laughs> he get lynched by the fans. Oh, George Elakobi's gonna deck all of them. Need him back. <laughs> Man, have you seen the video? I think it's on YouTube of it's Millwall fans the face. walking past Tottenham fans. Yes, it's so funny. I, I hate Spurs, and I'm so it's happy so that funny. happened because it's just the best video ever. <laughs> He's like the Spurs fans get all big because they just beat Millwall, I think. Right, and Millwall goes, "Wow!" Oh, knocks them out. Oh, what I hate Millwall, but what a beautiful man he is. Oh, lovely stuff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the sound was I wa- perfect. I watched it eight it times. Just, I think I watched it quite late at night as well, so I had to be quiet laughing. <laughs> oh, it was perfect. I'll have to put a link to it just, in the description for this episode, just for reference to people. But <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, it's perfection. Uh, See, I really like Tottenham. Cool. I don't know, really know why, but I just they're if. If West Brom weren't my favourite team, Arsenal, be what? I I have a raging dislike to Arsenal. I I hate Arsenal. I hate them. I quite like Arsenal because they never get any luck. That's what. That's why I love teams. I just love bad teams for some reason. That's it's poor for me. So now, weird. To be honest. Winning feels no, better. I dislike Arsenal with a passion. Oh. It's unexplainable. I just dislike them. Well, no, well Spurs. <laughs> Well, some of the fans are ridiculous. Yeah, I, I can see why some Every of the fans are ridiculous. ridiculous. Fans. Every team is... Spurs I are good. Spurs. I like Spurs. Oh, yeah. Basically, I've, I've relatives that are Spurs fans and they get big about everything, right? They scrape a win against against Wolves. They scrape... Right, listen, this, <laughs> is two years ago. this is two years ago. We lose 3-2. All the Spurs <laughs> fans are getting loud. All the, all the Wolves fans jump this guy and I think he gets killed, right? Oh. And then oh, all the Spurs... Whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh. Oh no! Oh, I'm not laughing. I didn't laugh. Jesus I didn't laugh. Christ. I didn't laugh. Loud about everything. No. They beat us three two, and like, oh yes, we beat you. We beat you. Oh my god, they're so annoying. I'm sorry for every Spurs fans who like are not this annoying. Um, and then we go beat them three two. Ha ha! I just hate Spurs fans. They're just so arrogant. Maybe I'm wrong, but you know, I'm just like I'm waffling. Just as a disclaimer, I have. Oh a no, he probably got like a good few punches, punches in the face. He probably so, got a few good um, punches. Punch punch punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, yeah. Crikey. Dead smoke probably. Smoke probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Happy ending, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's perfection. All right, lads. So, thank you so much for coming on, and I'll be back with you in thank a second you. with a goodbye thank message. You. Thank you all. Thank you. And so, thank you so much for listening to the World of Sport podcast uh, hosted by Daniel Millbrook. It was so good to come in with George, Ted and Shane today. Another brilliant episode. They're always really fun to have on. Always really, really good energy, good vibes and stuff. So, it was really good to knock out a transfer window episode. I'll do another one of these in the summer and the next January. Uh, It should be really, really interesting to do. So thank you so much for listening. And if you like more football content, let me know on my Instagram, on my Twitter. Uh, My DMs are always open and it's a lot of fun. So thank you so much for listening. Have an absolutely wonderful day. Bye-bye.